Welcome, fellow lighting nerds and friends, to another episode of The Light Files, the lighting industry's podcast, powered by the Lighting Showroom Association and hosted by me, Lisa Bartlett. Thank you um, once again for joining the podcast and listening, um, tuning in again this week. I always appreciate it. Uh, Just a reminder, episodes come out every Tuesday, and be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast feed so that they are downloaded automatically, and I just show up every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. (laughs) Um, There's also a open, well, it's a private Facebook group, but it's open to any uh, listener of the podcast um, on Facebook. I called it Illuminati, the Light Files podcast, so please uh, join up over there. You may have noticed my activity on that uh, podcast uh, page has been a little slack the past week or two. I was at a uh, Disney vacation with my son and then, um, you know, managed to get ill while I was there. So (laughs) I apologize for a little hoarseness in my voice, but uh, I'm back on the mend and sure am happy for that. Um, So this episode of Light Files, I wanted to talk a bit about um, customer experience and really um, the positive news I can think of for retailers and anyone operating a brick and mortar store or destination or anything of that kind. So this kind of hit me a bit while I was walking around at Disney and it was, um, it was packed, uh, in, you know, in the best possible way, you know, it's delightful to see human beings out there and interacting and, um, just having a ball with their families. And I did, I took a, a late evening stroll around the magic kingdom and I was thinking about my goodness, we, every one of us inside this park right now is just insane. And it's like this basically seven days a week, um, all year round. Um, sure. Of course, summertime and right after school, um, it's going to be busier than other times, but like what really struck me is everything that we will put up with as humans and consumers for a great experience. And that really resonated with me, not just for, you know, a visit to the magic kingdom, but uh, within my own store and anyone that has a brick and mortar, um, I think we can be so down on ourselves about, oh my gosh, the internet or the big box or, you know, nobody cares about what we do or what we provide, but um, that's totally incorrect. <laughs> sure, humans are uh, challenging to sell things to. They say one thing and do another quite frequently. Um, people will come to your store and uh, take advantage of all of the great positive things you bring to their life. And then all of a sudden become so focused in on the bottom line and saving $2 or whatever it is, um, and take their business elsewhere. And that can be just extremely disheartening when something like that happens. But I really think if we spend a lot more of our energies focusing on how to create this positive experience. So like in Disney, you all know who've been there, or you can imagine, even if you hadn't. Um, so I went to Disney World because it's closer, but I assume Disneyland isn't too terribly different. But you're in the middle of Florida, 
It's hot, <laughs> especially in the summer. Uh, it's humid. There's a lot of long lines. There's a lot of people. There are a million things to be frustrated about, right? Like people that are just oblivious to their actions impacting those around them, <laughs> people who are rude or cut in line or whatever. Like there are a million tiny little aggravations, but we all still pay quite honestly an exorbitant amount of money to go and have these experiences with our families, with our children, with our friends, um, because it is such a great overall atmosphere and people come back and do it year after year after year. And, um, it, <clears throat> it truly is magical in a lot of ways. And so Disney has really doubled down on that idea of, yeah, there's a million things here that could make one person really aggravated and never want to come back again. Um, but we can also generate this experience that you really can't find anywhere else. And because of that, people are going to keep coming back to us year over year. And, and I really think it's true and has paid off. And I'm sure there's, you know, um, tons of people who went to Disney once and they said, nope, never again. <laughs> and I get it. <laughs> once can be enough. But you know that there's so much repeat business at a Disney. I've been back, uh, you know, several times with my own son um, because he enjoys the experience and it's great bonding time. And it's worth it to put up with all of those little uh annoying things to be able to have that time. So it really got me thinking about, I know it's hard to compare a multi-billion dollar company like Disney to an independent brick and mortar lighting showroom, but I do think there's definite inspiration to take from places like that in terms of really generating an awesome customer experience. Um, a signature experience I've heard other uh, retail experts describe it as. Um, the example they used uh, was uh, like in Ikea. Uh, you know the experience you're going to have at an Ikea, even if you just went to pick up some, you know, say you're not couch shopping today, you just go to pick up some miscellaneous whatever, you're still probably going to walk through the whole showroom and look at all of the things and you're going to have an experience when you go there. Um, and is it the kind of experience you might have entering my brick and mortar store? Well, surely not, but you know you're going to have that time and that experience and you keep going back because there is value or enjoyment or something out of that experience that you uh, connect with. So I think a lot of us in showrooms need to be thinking about what is your showroom's signature experience. And even across lighting and fan showrooms in the in North America, I expect it's going to be a slightly different signature experience at every store. Um, some people are going to have focused more on uh, furniture or case goods or accessories and how you combine all these things into one, uh, one cohesive uh, look and feel for your home. Um, maybe somebody else is more focused on this experience of um, telling the story behind how a particular product is made or how, um, you know, it's made in America or they do this 
awesome thing with the fan motor, or you can do this with the control, whatever it is. Um, it, it's a different experience for everyone. I mean, if you think about um, Lights Fantastic Pro, um, their signature experience is focused much more on architectural lighting than it is uh, purely decorative lighting. So there's a lot of different ways you can be selling this same world of products and have a different experience involved. Um, quite honestly, just to put it out there, you know, uh, this is why sometimes I think you don't need to be so worried about a Ferguson or a Circa lighting, soon to be visual comfort lighting um, store in your area. Uh, they are focused on a different kind of experience and as long as you can identify what they're going after, then you can create a signature experience within your own store that gives you a different appeal. Um, maybe it's a different appeal even to the same customer base, you know, that doesn't, um, it doesn't mean just because one person resonates with the visual comfort experience, they won't also come into your showroom. Um, but maybe they come to you for a, a different knowledge, um, I just think there is so much positivity in terms of uh, connecting with consumers one-on-one, face-to-face with the things that you're really good at. I definitely think that's something that we should all take a lot of heart in coming out of the pandemic. Um, it's clear that customers still want, consumers, humans, we still want those experiences with other human beings. Um, it's been something that was missed during the pandemic and, and lockdowns and everything else. And uh, I'm not saying everyone's rushing right back to it. Definitely some um, buying habits have changed. But if you think about all of these brands that um, originally started out as online retailers only, and how they have evolved to um, having brick and mortar stores um, like uh, Warby Parker for the glasses. Like it's still so much is done online or in their app or whatever the case may be, but they still also want to generate this signature experience with their customers in person because there is a value on that. They're selling online in that impersonal way. It can be a great um, sales channel for your business. I don't think it's something anybody should abandon. It's definitely there and always going to be there at this, you know, in the foreseeable future. So I'm not saying ignore it and pretend like it doesn't exist. You know, do what you need to do to be um, a, a part of that space, but also realize that there's other ways um, to connect with customers and customers are looking for other ways to connect with you. They don't just necessarily want the impersonal shopping experience that can only take them so far, right? Like there's only so much online research I can do about a particular fan or chandelier or whatever. And there are probably going to be questions about that item that I can't find out. The internet isn't necessarily going to tell me no matter how much I Google search and quite honestly, how much do I want to spend all of my time Google searching about this thing? Um, whereas if there's just an expert, I can pick up the phone and call or send an email and get a quick response. 
Um, why, you know, from a local business, uh, why wouldn't I just do that too? Or maybe do that to reinforce what I already uh, found online. So there's certain limits to what that online sales channel can do and where that limit you know, hits is where brick and mortar really has a great opportunity. And the opportunities there really lie in this development of a signature experience, an incredible in-store experience that a customer really resonates with and wants to be a part of. So it starts from the moment somebody walks into your doors. You know, is it is your store clean? Is it well organized? Do you have uh, great branding and visuals? Like this, it's uh, kind of a snap judgment that a lot of consumers make when they walk into your business. And I'll tell you a story from my own personal showroom experience. Um, <clears throat> many of you know my business, Pace Lighting. And it is um, a magical place. If you're uh, in the lighting industry, it truly is quite remarkable. There are other showrooms I could surely add to this list, but it is very special in its own way. And just quite honestly, if you were a lighting or fan nerd, as I like to call all of us, uh, you would walk into that store and just be like, wow, this is amazing. Now, if you're not a lighting or fan nerd, if you're just an average consumer looking to buy a product for their home, you might walk into that space and think, oh my gosh, there's nothing for me here. It's too much of an art gallery. There's, I don't, I, I can't even understand what's going on here. There, um, the connection with the space wouldn't be immediately apparent. And one of the big things you're trying to do with this customer experience, a signature experience, you want it to be well presented and cohesive, but you also want it to be comfortable for the customer. You want them to take their time like you do at an Ikea wandering around because you feel comfortable there. Um, you don't want it to be this like edgy experience. So when, when we realized at my store that kind of one of our barriers to entry for purchase uh, by consumers walking through our doors was this this kind of sterile feel. Like they didn't feel connected to the space. They didn't feel like the experience was for them. They felt like it was like an other experience. And when we identified that and tried re-merchandising accordingly, it's been years since I have heard somebody come into the store and feel like, and say out loud because some customers would even say it out loud and God bless them. I appreciate them for it. Uh, they would just feel like, Oh my God, there's nothing for me here. And that was devastating to hear as the manager and owner of the business. Like, Oh my gosh, there's like a million things for you here. <laughs> Let's talk about it. But that's just their first impression. So working past that experience um, and still maintaining the integrity of what makes our showroom special, right? Because I don't want to lose sight of what makes us special. Um, but I had to kind of temper that specialness <laughs> for the, the public at large to how they were feeling when they walked into our space. 
And I'm super glad we did it and we're always working on it. But today when you walk into my business, I think it feels like a different space than if you did, you know, just seven years ago, five years ago. And we didn't do any huge remodeling. We just did little touches here and there to make it a great experience for our customers. Um, So that's part of it. Just being right when you walk in the door having that great experience. And then, you know, from there, it's pretty obvious the next thing is your uh, staff and how your staff interacts with your customers. And then this is really where you have to think about um, what is your signature expertise? What's that signature value you bring to your, your customers and your clients? Is it just an immense breadth of product knowledge and uh, really selling the features of a fixture or where it's made or how it's manufactured, you know, like um, really creating this atmosphere with your team of um, total immersion (laughs) for the consumer into what you're doing and why, and why it brings value to their life. And, uh, the importance of great lighting or a great fan, or, you know, creating this mental picture of, well, you know, what you want your Thanksgiving dinner to look like, or even saying to somebody when they can't decide about a light fixture or, you know, like let's take a bathroom vanity, you know, painting a beautiful picture for them about how, you know, they're going to be getting ready under this light every single day and what gives them joy to look at and is also functional for them. And sometimes that's even how you can upsell because yes, Uh, This fixture gives you great joy and I think you should have it, but also be aware that it's going to cast some shadows. So maybe we need to think about adding another layer of light um, to really give you this great experience that you want to enjoy every morning in your home as you get up and get ready to take on the day and everything that that brings for you in your life. This lighting uh, is going to make that a better experience for you day in and day out. And really creating that connection with the consumer is really the most valuable thing that we do in lighting showrooms and is something that you cannot find when you're purchasing online. It's just not going to be there. You're not going to have somebody uh, coming to you and really walking you through that moment in your life when the you know, the purchase you're going to make might really impact your day every day and bring joy or make everything work so much better in your home. Um, that's really this kind of exceptional part of owning a, a brick and mortar business and creating this really powerful experience for consumers and, um, meeting them in a lot of ways where they are. I think I know I've used that phrase a lot on this podcast, but I do find it to be incredibly important that in so many ways you really need to think about what your customer wants. What is it that they need to meet them where they are? Um, and oftentimes it comes back to this experience and then details, you know, <laughs> like if they want to pay with a discover card, you should be able to take discover cards or what, you know, whatever. 
but uh, meeting the customers where they are, providing them with the information that they need, uh, and really helping everything resonate for them um, into this great, complete experience. And that is a magic that a place like Disney brings. It's also the magic that a place like an independently owned brick and mortar lighting showroom can bring. Um, when we, as the people selling these products, uh, are such true believers in what they do and how they operate, um, it's almost a no brainer for somebody to purchase from you because you've given them this illumination <laughs> that they wouldn't otherwise have about how their daily world could go. You've really created this atmosphere of magic and it really can just be all the difference. So create a great experience, really lean into that experience and what that means. And think about the things that you already do well as a business and start your innovations there. There are definitely things that all of us do well and don't do as well. And we should always be focused on improving. But as you're looking to make this signature experience for your store, really focus in on what you already know that your strengths are and start building from there because that's what's going to create this cohesive brand that really resonates with consumers. And we talk a lot in this industry about how it's hard to get people to come back frequently. <laughs> but if you are working with somebody on their new dining room chandelier and you just create this connection and vibrance for them, this, you know, kind of magical, unique experience, you might be really surprised about how in a couple months or a month, all of a sudden they really want new uh, pendants for their kitchen or powder bath fi fixture needs upgraded. It's amazing how when you create this connection with a consumer, it suddenly leads to more sales and more business than you originally imagined it to be. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you next time. Take care.